Lemon Pepper Parlay is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesar's Rewards. Must be 21 or older. That's right, it's the Lemon Pepper Parlay Podcast. I'm your host, Martin Weiss, joined here. Actually, sort of joined here, because I'm live at Radio Row. Will Blackman missed his flight or something. I don't know where you're at. Why you're you know not what? here I'm right over now, here. Listen, but you're here on the podcast. Listen, I'm here, okay, being dad of the year. My son has a championship basketball game today. My daughter has a basketball game tomorrow, and I'm going to attend both of those. So forget all y'all down there getting each other sick in Arizona. I'm here healthy with my family. Getting Hey, well, first of all, why would you ever wish that on me? You know my allergy situation is tenuous. You've seen it before. You've seen Listen, it before. It is a tough go. For me. Look, I know how I know how people operate and move in Super Bowl Super Bowl weekend, Super Bowl week rather, okay? And they're not too careful. Well, I'll say this. Last night, me and Mike Silver definitely got drunk and had a great time at Colin Cowherd's party. So there you go. Meet and you know also I talked to my former classmate, classmate rather, Taylor Lewan, who uh is out here as well. So it's it's a it's a lot going on out here, Will, as I said before. But the game at hand is close approaching. I don't know if, of course, you were not a part of this at all. I didn't involve you in it, and that's probably why we're in first place. But Team Lemon Pepper right now is not, is first place in the fantasy league across all of extra points. Of course we are. We got A.J. Brown going. Waiver Wired, who's in second place, has Jalen Hurts going. We both have Travis yep. Kelsey, so that'll we mine us Kelsey. out. We good. So that good. So, but I'm thinking, I'm not, how do you feel about this going forward? We have a 14-point lead, but they got the quarterback. Uh, you know, it's all good, you know. Um, it's all good, but that's the only thing that makes me nervous because when we get into this game, I think, you know, it's, it's either it's either going to be the Eagles collectively or it's going to be Patrick Mahomes solo dolo. Yeah. So that does make me a bit nervous. That's the one that does get me. But anyway, as we've seen, uh, Jalen Hurts hasn't, outside of the one completion that wasn't, hasn't thrown the ball over 30 yards in the air since, yeah, I don't know. Week 17. Yeah, right. So, so that's in play. Let's get to some of this news. I mean, the NBA trade deadline is going crazy right now. It's absolutely <laughs> nuts. But it's not nuts. necessarily going as crazy in the NFL. Derek Carr is in New Orleans meeting with Dennis Allen. The Panthers unlikely to make a run at him. Tell you what, I don't like it. I don't, don't like it. I don't like it. As a Saints fan, I think burn it down. This just reset. This salary cap hell. It's not going to work out. Dennis Allen, I don't believe, is the guy. And when Derek Carr and Dennis Allen were together in Oakland, they combined for a total of like ten wins in three seasons. So I'm, I'm just oh, yeah, I forget, I forget. This this is your squad. So please, please elaborate more. I like I like to hear you complain and vent and all that stuff. I mean, you know, it's been tough. It's been really tough. We had Drew Brees, and that was great for the you know, 15 year run. Sean Payton, it was amazing. But now we're right back in the doldrums. I feel like the bags will be coming out soon. I have no hope for the future in New Orleans right now, especially with this quarterback. I mean, with this coach, Dennis Allen, and a quarterback combination of Derek Carr, two winning seasons in 12 years. I don't see it. I don't see it, and I don't want it to happen. So there you go. Why do you not see are – you, are you simply because you're like, hmm, he's an, he's an upgrade – from Andy Dalton, but not like substantially. Is that yeah. your process? Yeah, like, you know, like a, a Toyota Tercel is an upgrade over a bike, but still, you're not bragging about the car you drive. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of how I feel about it. And I'm not sure if Derek Carr is a guy who's getting you from A to B at, at this stage in the game. I mean, we saw 
I'll put it like you saw the uh, two seasons, three seasons ago, Aaron Rodgers back to back MVPs with Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams goes to uh, Las Vegas. Derek Carr gets benched. Right. Now I, I'm not. I, I just don't see the future there. And I'm from the. Well, he's vi- well, he's visiting. You know, maybe they're trying to figure all that out. He's visiting, um, and he and he, but he is somebody just outside of his ability is he's he's one that can hold a locker room together. You know what I'm saying? He's one uh, that can lead and what have you. He is, you know? he so, is great in a press conference. You know, he's great, great at the I think podium, he's great, he's great, great in the locker room, too. Yeah. And especially after some of the things that that Vegas team has been through over the last, what, 24 months, Derek Carr really was did, did put on, like, a good face for the organization there. I'm trying um, to tell you. Now, when you retired... How long would it have taken you to post <laughs> a post like Tom Brady? You know what's funny? So I was—I didn't retire. I actually just won the Super Bowl, and I posted a picture of myself in my underwear. Um, yeah, I was celebrating. Well, I mean, if there ever was a time, I feel like <laughs> there, there ever was a time. <laughs> there ever was a time. If there was a time, <laughs> it would be after the yeah. Super Bowl win. No but. question. Yeah, I, I did. I did a little modeling action, so I was like, you know what. As well, and I was I was young too. I wasn't forty five. How old he is now? I was in my young twenties. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I will say about retirement, I never officially like gave the word. I just got retired on Wikipedia. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I I never officially like you know. I never gave a lo- Instagram story. I never did like a long post or never said anything like, "Hey, thank you NFL, thank you." This is my dream. I never said a word. I just started selling wine. Fair enough. I, and I they just, were like, "All right, he ain't coming back." Look, it's a good thing you got the wine business because, as you see, Tom Brady looks like he's starting an OnlyFans. So, <laughs> as soon as he got out of work, won't be at Fox until twenty twenty four. I would have expected him to be wandering around here somewhere. Joe Montana is here. That was something. Montana. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought when I saw him too. After I was like, "Holy, <laughs> it's hard not, it's hard not to put <laughs> like, together." Like, holy hell, that's Joe Montana. Wait a minute. Oh, you got Rob asked him a great question. He says it wasn't a question, but he goes, "I want you to know, I think you're the greatest quarterback of all time, and that Tom Brady is the loat." You know what that means? It's the luckiest what? of all time. The luckiest of all time. <laughs> I know. Rob, he he got the worst. Yeah. All right. So I love I love him. He's a he's a great guy. He helps so many people. But he's so funny. He's hilarious. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> man, you know what's not funny though? I, I I don't know if it's funny or not. Actually, I changed my mind. I'm going to lean on the side of humor. Aaron Rodgers is going to lock himself in a room to help decide his future. He said lock himself in a room, like an actual room. These ones on a darkness retreat. Yeah, I, I look at it like, you know, when, when Bruce Wayne went into the pit with the League of Shadows. I kind of look at it like that. You know, he's going to go down there and figure something out and find himself and come out the pit. And he's Batman. I just but he's supposed to stay in this dark in this dark retreat for like four days. How are you supposed to eat and use the bathroom in the dark? Listen, when you when you got bread like that, you can do whatever the hell you want. You can do you can afford to take a four day retreat of no light and no food. You good? Uh, yeah, I don't I'm know. I'm telling you. Look if, look, if that's how if that's what you need to do to make decisions, I'm glad I'm not in that position. <laughs> hey, sometimes listen. He he's truly shutting it off because he has been hearing it and dealing with it and able to manage it, compartmentalize it for so long. That like these four days, yeah. Like so, like sometimes, remember during during the off season, I take my family to Maui, and it's like 
you disconnect from the world, man. You just out there chilling. Yeah, but, but I don't not, think like, it was. I'm wasn't. not on social. Listen, I'm not on social like that. I'm not doing all these things. It's kind of y'all capture moments, but it's a moment to just you know disconnect. And so maybe for him, he is truly disconnect. He's disconnecting electricity. I'm saying he pl- I'm plugging the power like your boy in Better Call Saul. If you watch that show, it's like I like Better Call Saul. Yeah. You know, he's like my man with the space blanket. <laughs> no power at all in the house. Listen, listen. Whatever he got to, whatever he has to do to get himself where he needs to be, I am for it. I am pro. Aaron Rodgers for life. So if you need to go, listen, if he said, hey, Black, I need you to go darkness. This is going to help me. You know what? I'd be like, hey, honey, I'm going to go upstairs for a little bit. I'm going to head in darkness for a couple of days so my boy Aaron Rodgers can get the energy and get right. <laughs> hey, you know, whatever works. Whatever works. Real quick, I want to touch on a little, a few more news and notes going around. The 49ers hire Steve Wilkes as their defensive coordinator. And I just want to und- – I just feel like they are consistently cheating the game. Like the <laughs> idea – like Steve Wilkes is going to go there and have that defense humming. <laughs> like they're not going to take a step back at all with D'Amico no, Ryan's going. But that's, but that's what Kyle Shannon has done well. He, he does a great job of, of hiring people. He always gets good hires. Now, obviously, the hard thing for him is, like, finishing the deal. But he always has a great staff. And he always does a great job coaching. And and, and it's smart. You you get a group that has has established a culture with D'Amico Ryans. You get a guy who is a respected defense coordinator who knows how to establish cultures in Steve Wilkes. He's coming back over. Now, first of all, Steve Wilkes, I mean, gosh, this dude got so many miles on his on – his, uh, Whatever airline he's going on, That's right? A fact. Carolina, <laughs> Arizona, Cleveland, Carolina, back over here to the West Coast. So he's in a he's in a this is a great situation. Young, hungry, explosive defense, and then, you know, the offense is, is cool. We just gotta figure out what's going on with the QB position. I tell you what, I don't mean to cast aspersions on the kid, but I seen Trey Lance walking around here. And I was not like we're about the same size. It seems. I was going to say Lance. you thought you saw you. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I'm like about eye to eye, and you know what I'm saying I, you know, and I have sweated every day in February. I told you I was going to do that, and I kept that promise. However, I'm not nearly. No one's confusing me for a football player around here. But Trey Lance is over there on the sleep number yesterday, looking like I mean, it's kind of with a little limp. I don't know what the 49ers are going to do a quarterback. I knew Shanahan coming out saying, this, uh, you know, uh, Garoppolo's not going to be the answer. With Between Brock Purdy, who's yet to have your surgery from what I can tell, and Trey Lance, I don't, I, it's going to be interesting in San Francisco that's, to see what they do, because that is a roster that's ready right now. And you know what the other thing about San Francisco, too? You talked about Shanahan and, his, and the way he hires. Well, a lot of those guys get hired out but the thing is, in 2020, the NFL made uh, like a big push for diversity. And if you had a coach or a general or a coach or somebody in your front office that was a minority that got hired away, you got compensatory picks. That's how they were able to trade for Christian McCaffrey because they had the pick for McDaniels. They had the pick for uh, uh, Robert Sala. They had, and then they knew they were getting two picks for Rand Carter, the new Titans GM, getting a right. pick for D'Amico Ryans. Everybody's like, they gave up too much. They gave up too much. Well, they have a, they have a gluttony of picks. You right. couldn't, you wouldn't, they would not even be able to draft all those people. <laughs> Keep, you know what I'm saying? They wouldn't be able to, they would have cut yeah. them. Yeah, now guess what happens? They go off this year. Someone hired Steve Wilkes. Boom. Yeah. Boom. Another pick. <laughs> I'll tell you. That's a- <laughs> it, it, to me, I'm going to bring it up every time because the rest of the league is just doing themselves a disservice. Like, why would yeah, you not? <laughs> why would you just, not? Well, that's the issue, too, when it comes to hiring is like a lot of guys keep hiring the homeboys. They keep hiring this person. 
number one, first of all, hire good coaches. And then obviously, right, you add that uh, thing there too in terms of the compensatory picks. Like that helps too. Yeah. Um, but I will say this though, I'll move I'll move this up our 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 bullet points. But in terms of like 49ers, man, like I look, I know it was ugly, but when if 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 it has to come to that, Maddie Ice. To the Niners, I you think know. so? Look, man, not not to be like I don't know what, where where he is, like mentally, mentally but I yeah. just, you know, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. I I can't imagine, but you know what? That offensive line is pretty. I mean, it's still good. You know, I, I could see it, but especially when they had, you know, they did uh, have that uh, magic in Atlanta for that period of time until they blew it twenty eight to three in one of the most famous Super Bowl comebacks of all time. By uh, Mr. OnlyFans himself, Tom Brady. (laughs) Mr. OnlyFans himself. (laughs) Well, how do you think? uh, So, Brian Flores, former Dolphins head coach, was a Steelers defensive assistant. Yep. Now going to be the the, the guy in Minnesota, the defensive coordinator in Minnesota. I I feel like that is another home run hire, uh, especially for Kevin O'Connell, a second year coach, going into his second year. Had a team with a lot of success. Yeah. But. You know, we all said it all year. The Vikings aren't good. Their record's just crazy, right? And I think For ultimately sure. a ton of it had to do with that defense. I think Flores going had there, to do with the defense. Did so Flores going there is going to is going to? I think there was some really great hires in the yeah, last. Yeah, I think he's going to come in for sure and set the tone. Um, obviously, the history I have with what Brian Flores is, you know, we played together at Boston College, so you know, B flow. That's that's my dude. But yeah, th- this was. First of all, shout out to Mike Tomlin for immediately hiring him to keep him active. And keep busy. him in the jobs. Yep. Yeah, keep him in a job despite all the stuff that went on. And yeah, this is great. You know, I, again, I was with uh, O'Connell in Washington. He was the quarterback coach at the time. So this is good. Again, you you keep stacking, you keep putting coaching, especially as a young head coach. It is very important to get more. I want to say I don't want to say senior, but more experienced former head coaches or guys who know how to plan and run an organization um, on your staff. And that's, and that's huge. So one of the most famous examples uh, when Sean McVay got the job in, in, uh, in in LA, boom, let me get Wade Phillips, son of bum. Let's figure this one out. You know, like, like, cause I know at the end of the day, Wade probably could be a head coach in this league. You know what I'm saying? Right. But uh, you know, the ship's probably sailed. Obviously, he's retired now, but at the time, the ship had sailed. He had got a couple shots at it. But, you know, you want to get somebody to teach a defense and get it all together. I think a defensive-minded right. former head coach is going to be right up the alley. And that's right. what you're seeing here with Flores and Wilkes. And, right. you know. I, yeah, and, and even though he didn't, have, he didn't have a head coaching job, he was interviewing for head coaches. But Panthers got Ebro, which was like a huge steal. Yeah, that was I, – I don't know what Sean Payton was doing with that. Like, I would have thought that he would try to keep the defense intact, but... Yeah. I mean, perhaps he did. Or perhaps, like, you know, maybe Eero just didn't want to be there, you know? He, he, Fair he enough. Probably, he, probably, he probably got more dough or, or what have you. But, yeah, the, the Denver thing's interesting. All right, well, let's take a quick break and then get into the big game. Spoiler alert, you're not going to win every bet you place. But with Caesars Sportsbook, win or lose, every bet gives you reward credits and tier credits, which you can exchange for the best perks in the game. Hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports and concert tickets, and more. Download the Caesars Sportsbook app and start earning with Caesars Rewards. 
If you have a gambling problem in Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier, City, and Harris, New Orleans. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, which is 1-800-426-2537. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Well, my ADD is off the charts, man. There's so many people walking around here. It's That's good, though, but that's what that's for. I, listen, I am the ultimate people watcher. I get it. Yeah, and it, then it's, there, it's, it's one thing that people watch, but it's also one thing that people watch when there's, like, legends walking around. Yeah, 100%. You're just bumping into all types of people. It's crazy out here. But this line has been pretty consistent, has not moved. The Chiefs are the Eagles, minus, uh, Eagles rather favored by one and a half, total 51. I have a feeling that probably closer to kickoff this thing will tick close to even and may go up a point or two on the total there but just off the top i'm not doing it again i'm not doing oh, it again. i know i can't do it either i can't i can't bet against my homes i'm not doing it again and i sit there at the afc championship you know i did all the math i said you know cincinnati might you know better better offensive weapons the defense are calling this it type. was all because my home was hurt though that's the only reason for me. And you know what? He couldn't really roll out to one to, to the right side. But after this two-week period, I'm thinking I'm not worried about that ankle. Not nearly as much oh, as oh, I yeah, used to he be. He get all the medicine. And that I said, that's the other thing. They said he didn't get the shot. Uh, and I talked to Dr. Child, a pro football doc on Twitter, and he said one of the reasons that he may not have gotten the shot for the AFC Championship game was in the case he re-aggravated the injury. So he would want to be able to feel it and be able to manage the pain there and so not make it something that could impact him in the Super Bowl. But we're here now, and we got all summer to get back right. You know, yep. So I see Mahomes going full bore. I like overs on everything he's got pretty much. I think that uh, this is going to be one for the record books. This is going to be one in the like, – in terms of where we look at Super Bowls and how we rate quarterbacks and how we rate winning and so on and so forth, I think this is going to be one that is going to have Mahomes. Like, I already think he's in the top 10 of all time, and then, boom, it'll really solidify him into that place, and he's only been playing for six years. Yeah, I mean, this is this is one of those cases where if the, if the Eagles end up being victorious, it's going to be just a... Just a just a ground and pound 
jujitsu match, you know, just on the ground, you know, if you respect the art, you're going to like some of the, you know, the transitions and some of the submission attempts and all that stuff. And then, you know, they'll leave with the unanimous decision if the Eagles end up winning. But Mahomes, like the, if the if the Chiefs end up winning, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be because Mahomes has done some heroic stuff. Yeah. And, and, and really took over this game to the point where, you know, his eyes are red and he's just finding everybody. You know, now they got a full backfield coming into this game, which is going to be huge. You know, getting the runner backs out on the edge, getting a lot of receptions, you know. I think this. Um, I think Kansas City is going to run screen after screen after screen. Is yeah, after. or or checkdowns, yep. or just you know, or or come out in twenty personnel, which is two backs and no tight ends, or or, or maybe they come twenty one personnel and actually use two running backs, and just there's going to be a lot of formations this game, and they're really going to try to find a mismatches because what the, the cool thing about this offense with Andy Reid calling the plays in the enemy and Mahomes at the quarterback position. It is it is truly a revolving door of receivers and running backs, with the exception of Travis Kelsey. Because all you do, all they do is just, they just get a bunch of punt returners out there, <laughs> for real. But you Seriously. could you could tell after they lost the last super after they lost to, to Brady and the Buccaneers, they said, "All right, we're never going to get dominated up front like this again." They invested heavily in the offensive line, not necessarily in, in salaries, but in, in in picks, right? In terms of uh, just using draft capital to get these guys and get this offensive line together, and obviously on the defensive line, Spagnolo is not doing anything incredible as a coordinator. But when you got Chris Jones and Frank Clark, who are just up front wrecking shop play after play right. after play, you don't have to do anything significant or anything super special to, as a coordinator. Just, hey, stick on your man because guess what? The ball's coming out early and it might be a little wobbly because he's probably going to get hit the quarterback. Right. And it's it's crazy because also what the Bucks did when they beat him that year, they destroyed the offensive line and they took away all the explosive plays. And so them losing Tyreek, they're like, all oh, the explosive plays are going to be gone. Mm-mm. You know, perhaps, yeah, maybe he has to be more methodical in terms of getting to other people, but he's still, I mean, he had his best year accuracy wise, completion percentage at 67. And then he had his best year. Obviously you had another game, but he threw 5,200 yards this year. I mean, like he like didn't miss a beat. The chiefs offense is like number one in any stat you want. You pick it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you pick advanced stat, regular stat, you pick it. The chiefs offense is just one of the, the more dominant units in football. And right. I think that's going to be something that I know, I know the Eagles get after the quarterback a ton. I know there's what first in the league in sacks, and especially they don't really have to send pressure to do so. You know, they're winning up front, Fletcher Cox and, and Linval Joseph, and they added Ndamukong Sue. I, I mean, that's where you're at right now. You got Ndamukong Sue coming in to spell your defensive ends and defensive tackles. You know what I'm saying? Like that's You got, the, you got them dudes for right now. Yeah, 100%. To just right be able now. to rotate yeah. in, you know, some anywhere from like five to eight huge mountains of men to just run into those five offensive linemen and just make it happen. But I just see Mahomes after having two weeks off on that ankle to get the ankle right. He's been a full participant in practice. He, you know he's going to be shot up toward all. all, all you, you know it. I just foresee him having the ability to, to, to mitigate a lot of that. Yep. So, in terms of the first half spread, Chiefs are plus are plus a half a point, total twenty four. I think I would look under on both of those. 
Oh, I mean, Chiefs, obviously, I would take the points there, but uh, take the half point. But I think I'll go under 24 and a half. I think that this game is going to have a good feel-out period in the beginning. Um, And especially if the Eagles get the ball first, I think they're going to try to possess it. This is a game that probably, obviously, you have to score points to win. But I think possession is going to be what ultimately dominates if the Eagles are going to be able to win. Like you said, a ground-and-pound type game. It's going to have to be something where they are not giving Mahomes opportunities. Because if he gets too many cracks at the bat, it's over with. Straight up. Yeah, I mean, and, and the cool thing, too, about this, this Chiefs um, team is, which doesn't get really talked about much, but it's their, it's their young secondary, right? With McDuffie, you know, McDuffie Jalen Watson, the seven-round pick, who I had the pleasure of working with um, a little bit before he got drafted. And that dude you know, I, has I, made some plays this postseason. Straight up, straight up. Um, which is so funny because I remember working working him out, and I was like, and he he was he was probably one of the most athletic, like athletic gifted guys in terms of like he didn't have to try hard, and he would just like he would just make a play. And I was so concerned about his work ethic, but he's a type where if he's in a competitive environment, he's gonna rise to the occasion. So I was like, you know what? Maybe once he gets to the league, like it's gonna just snap it out of him, and he's gonna he's gonna immediately hit this potential. And so he's doing an outstanding job. So these corners, they're 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 young, but they're extremely confident. You know what I'm saying? It's not it's not the same, quite the same. Like I said, like Lob when they were young, but it reminds me of Lob when they were just really aggressive. I mean, that one of those interceptions Javon had, it was covered zero. Cover zero, and he turned, looked for the ball, and he picked turned, it looked for the ball, and went up and got that thing. I don't know exactly what, what, what a, you're talking about. With a broken hand, with a broken hand. Yeah. And so I just, I think they're going to be super aggressive against these receivers, and they're not going to back down, and it's, it's going to pay dividends. Especially, I feel like they're going to, they're going to heat up Jalen Hurts a lot this game. And especially when you think about the way the Chiefs play defense, they're looking for big plays. That's pretty much what they do. They look for big plays. They're trying to get you out of out of your game script. Right. So that's why I see, okay, Eagles, and you know they are the one of the more aggressive. It's in their DNA. Like last, they went they went for it in the NFC Championship game on fourth down on their own 35, something like around their own 35-yard line. Nobody blinked because right. the Jalen Hurts, uh, the quarterback sneak for a yard is the most automatic play in football right now. Right, so nobody even blinks about that type of situation. You know this Eagles team is uber aggressive when it comes to that type of stuff. So it's going to be int- – that's where, to me, is going to be the margins. Is this defense going to be able to knock the Eagles off of their script, which no one has been able to do all season, unless Gardner Minshew was playing? Unless, yeah, unless Jalen Hurts is not in the game. So are there any props on here that jump out to you off the top? Um – you know what? I, I mean, Kelsey first TD is like, I mean, he's been money. Like yeah. I'm not, but I feel like I feel like they know that too. So I think because we, everyone yells about us so much, including myself, yells about us so much about Kelsey. I could see Pacheco getting the first. Like I like that with that number right there is 25. I like him getting the first TD. See, I'm all over Pacheco this game. Jen Piacenti likes him on the over and waiver wire. I got him anytime touchdown. I like the first touchdown. I think he is, to me, he's of such a key to their offense. He gives them a toughness 
running the ball that they don't really have anywhere else. Clyde Edwards-Alaire right. doesn't have that. You know, Jarek McKinnon is not that guy. But Isaiah Pacheco is going to put his head down and put his head in your chest. And you're going to have to go and hit him and tackle him and bring him down over the span of the game. That's a lot of the way that the Eagles consistently are able to wear opponents down because they can run in Gainwell, run in Boston Scott. They'll put in Miles Sanders and then boom, oh, what's left? Our quarterback who squats 700 pounds, you know? So... <laughs> Right. So well, that's what. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like the Chiefs being able to do that, but it is something like on the backside. That's that's the Eagles' path to success. That's another reason why I think this is going to be a lower scoring game. I think it goes under. I say lower scoring. I have twenty seven twenty four Chiefs, but I do think it will go under because I think the total will rise by the time the kickoff happens. Well, that's how. But honestly, that's how they won the first Super Bowl. Um, Damian Williams running for 100 yards, who I thought was the MVP. Obviously, they gave it to Mahomes, who, right. who, threw, who threw two picks in that game. But <laughs> Damian Williams, I thought he was outstanding, lights out. And, yeah, went right after that 49er team and ran the ball. And that's something that they were able to do um, in this game. And, yeah, I mean. Yeah, so I'm, I'm all over Pacheco. Do you have any Eagles props that you like? Um, Eagle props here. I like if I like any time TD with uh, Dallas Goddard. I think you know he has. Again, I got to spend time with him as well, and he has the largest hands I have ever seen in my entire life. And you can tell like their connection uh, with him and Jalen Hurts is great. So I like Dallas anytime TD. I like that too. I'm, I uh, I my one of my long shots. The odds are actually dropping on this. I got it at fifteen to one. It's now it's like twelve to one and dropping. AJ Brown to win MVP. He's had an incredibly quiet postseason, in part because the Eagles' offense haven't had to throw the ball. But I could see a situation. I mean, they tried to hit him on the deep shot last time. It was wide open. Jalen missed him. I see. If, I think if you, if they complete two or three of those, he's going to have a great shot by the end of this thing to be the MVP if the Eagles turn out to win it. I think this is something. If you like the Chiefs, go ahead bet Mahomes to be the MVP because that's the only way that they're going to win. It's like there's no way this like. I mean. I don't care how many receptions Travis Kelsey has. They're going to give it to the guy throwing him the ball. The Eagles, however, I could see that being a Cooper Cup type of situation. Yeah. I get, I see that too, but I really, I really like um, my sleeper possible MVP pick, MVS. Yeah. Marcus Valdez-Scantling. You know, he, he stepped up huge in the, in the game against Cincinnati. And I mean, he looked—he looked like the player who they were trying to—they were trying to get who they signed. Uh, they were looking for that all year, and he's like, "Now's the time. I got you." Now, now, yeah. I mean, he looks super. Like I didn't understand how fast he, how he, how fast he is. And I really see them. I really see Philly like playing the like the smart football. Take away Travis Kelsey. He does not beat us. He does not beat us. Make him go to somebody else. Let's stop the run and Travis Kelsey. So I can see a situation where he could be sold up maybe against a Bradbury. And, and you know, I don't know if Bradbury can keep up in terms of the speed. I can see the attention being he's, elsewhere. He's had a little trouble in man coverage this year. Yeah. So I can see I can see a situation where, hey, that's an opportunity where they might he might blow the game up with that. And then, hey, Philly has to probably adjust. And now giving Travis Kelsey some more one-on-one ops. And then, hey, the running backs are coming out. You know, maybe they, like I said, bring that two running back personnel in the game where you got to bring an extra linebacker. So I see a lot going on, but MVS. I like it. Sal took him on Tuesday, 10-1 uh, to one to score two touchdowns. 
So that's kind of right around he the same two, thing. Yeah, he gets if two, he gets two touchdowns, 150, yeah. you know, 100 to 125 some yards, and then you know, if it's really like the way I'm thinking, it's going to be the running back show. You know what I'm saying in Kansas yeah. City? He's just check down, check down, screen, screen, screen. I that 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 plays for me. I like that. Yeah, if he has over 100 yards, Mahomes has around 300 yards passing. I can see it going to MVS, but if Mahomes has anything more than 330, is going to Mahomes. Can I interest you in this? No. <laughs> well, all right, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Play to account for the longest distance in the game. All right, you got made field goals minus 130, receptions plus 165, rushing play plus 750 could you see the longest play in the game being a run because i could i could especially one of those things where it's like bad tackling and pacheco is out of here either that or the way the eagles run the ball you know i could like hell the eagles have only thrown the ball for like 200 yards all postseason okay i could see yeah i could see too that if they send the heat and then you know, Jalen Hurts beats the blitz and he takes off running Boom. for like a like a sixty yard gain. I can I could, see that. For sure. You know, easily. So I'm thinking at seven fifty, yeah. that's that's at least worth a couple shekels, right there. And I also got uh, I got Mahomes to throw two touchdowns. I think so, right there with your MVS pick. There you go. So, what was this week like for you when you played in the Super Bowl? Uh, it was an absolute just blur. Just a blur, uh, because the first, the first week, you're you're still at your facility, right? So we're we're practicing and we're actually getting our real practice in, like full speed, going over the actual game plan, because when we get there, it's as you see, it's mayhem, all media everywhere that's going on, and we got to make sure our family gets there. So the week of the Super Bowl is honestly, it is an absolute blur because by especially by now. You're so exhausted. You're like, yo, let's just go play this damn game. I'm tired of talking to people. My family's here. They're all set. They got their rooms, their flights. They're good. Let's just go play. And then, yeah. But, yeah, this this week right here, I don't remember anything. I believe it. I don't. It has been an absolute blur. For me as well, and I'm not. I got no. I got. I ain't got a game to play. All I got to do is do my shows. It's been an absolute blur, and it's just. It is an overload. It is like I don't know. I've never been to anything like this before, and people keep telling me that this is like understated for a Super Bowl radio row or a Super Bowl. I'm like, well, if this is understated, I don't know what overstated would be. They got more police outside than than a. <laughs> they a Mardi Gras parade. Like it's, they got, they got bomb dogs. They got everything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. you got to scan. Oh, hey, a lot of money in that place now. Hey, how about this? I'm sitting here on Tuesday. I'm talking to Jeff Schwartz, friend of the program. Some Jeff, I like Jeff. He walks over. He's like, "Hey, Clark." Turns around, Clark Hunt, owner of the Kansas City Chiefs, just yeah. walking around. Yep. It's like. Yeah, it was just, just casually $10 billion walking past. <laughs> like, calls, him, calls, him, calls him Clark, too. Called him by his first name, Clark. Yeah, you know, no real entourage. Stephen A. Smith just walked past. Had a much bigger entourage than, uh, than, uh, than, uh, than uh, Clark Hunt did. You know, it's just, well, it's, I'm sure he would. He actually makes people upset. You know what? That's a good point. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a very, very good point. That is no, not too many people, not too many Chiefs fans mad at what's happened uh, in Kansas City over the last five years. Not one bit. Well, let's take a quick break and get into more of the Super Bowl talk after this. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. I got one more specialty prop for you, Will. Any player to record an octopus, that means to score the touchdown and a two-point conversion, 15 to 1. Now, Eddie... Eddie gave out uh, Travis Kelsey on this on waiver wire yesterday. I could see Kelsey doing this. I could see Jalen Hurts doing this. Jalen Hurts rushing touchdown. You've seen Sirianni run out there. He's done it each playoff game so far. Started out with his regular offense out there after scoring a touchdown, called timeout, and then went and put the, the uh, you know, didn't get them to jump off sides, called timeout, and then kicked the extra point. If they jump, he's going to go for it with that Jalen Hurts rush. Right. 15 to 1. That feels like good money. Like, it just feels like it could, you know, it feels real. So a touchdown and a two-pointer. Yeah, the same person who scores the touchdown has to, has to Im- score the two-point immediately following. Immediately following. I could see it. I could see someone like McKinnon doing it. I could see them maybe catching, like, a screen or a short pass for a touchdown. Or maybe one of those things where Mahomes is, you know, running around and he finds somebody and then coming back for a two-point conversion if they need it. McKinnon lines up wide to the left. You know, motions in as he's going to run a shallow cross, and they do the pat and shovel pass that Holmes always does right to McKinnon. Right. Cuts up the alley touchdown. Yeah. I know we've talked a lot about the Chiefs this this uh, this show, and that's because we both like them to win. But I just got to say, man, Jalen Hurts is, like, incredibly impressive. Like, Dude, just he's – He's just a solid – like, you can tell, like, he he went through adversity, handled it like a, like a G. Yeah, like, man. He, like, he, he's so – that's who, that's 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 the quarterback, okay? That's that's a that's a hundred percent. Yes, a hundred percent. Like that that is like like when I see the Taylor Heineke's of the world, no offense to him, but it's just no like offense. I look at the way he carries himself. I look at the way the Taylor Hurst carries himself. It's like this is a guy who I would want to pay all this money to. Like, well, Heineke I, Heineke is the 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 perfect backup QB. Sure, Mike White, great backup QB. Like all these guys are great backup QBs because it's like, yes. You know, they come in with some surge, some positive energy. Guys rally around them. They like being around them. Great. But I need the dude who's like, yo, like. Come get on my back. I got let, this. Now, and you you got, I mean, you, you got two guys that do it. Obviously, we got to see, you know, people want to say we got to see, you know, more of Jalen Hurts' longevity, but I'm already sold now. And obviously, Mahomes has shown constantly he can do it. I remember early in this year what Mahomes there was a there was a video of him. Uh, he was getting interviewed at the podium, and he had just a blank face. And someone asked him a question. He was like, "I only I, don't, I only care about winning." 
I just want to win. Yep. I don't care. I That's don't it. care. And I was like, this is like week five, I think. I was like, <laughs> Locked said, Leagues in. in trouble. Leagues in trouble. <laughs> Locked in. Leagues in trouble. Did you see Dave at uh, Super Bowl media night? Did, you, did that clip uh, where he asked about the must-win game? Was it to Kelsey? Is that a question? He asked it to, I mean, he asked it to everybody. But uh, Sirianni said yes, and that was it. But while he was at the meeting, he also went up to Jalen Hurts and said, you know, hey, man to man, I got to tell you, you know, you always talk about your doubters. He's like, well, I was one of them. I was wrong. It's man to man. I want to apologize. To oh, you. and he said, cool. Yeah. He's like, cool. It's like yeah, unflappable. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I'm just, it hurts in that moment. Just unflappable. Like, you know what I'm saying? He could have done anything. But the idea that he's just like, cool. It, like you're a pit, well, because like, first of all, Dave comes on so abrupt. What is ah, 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 you know? It's, he's so abrupt. So in the media, you're like, man, who is this guy? Like, all right, let me answer his question. But to my point, Hertz was probably just so over this. Yeah, yeah, he. You know, what I'm the, you know the Eddie was telling me that, uh, and when you look at the, the when you look at the videos from it, it does seem as such. It did not look like the Eagles were having fun at media night, whereas you know the, the Chiefs were. Just having a blast. Because well, you know what? They're trying, the Eagles are trying to make it all business. They're like, here, we're here just to get this done. Let's just be chill. Man, Kansas City, this is this is a home event for them. They get this. They get this. They're going to be here a lot, a lot all more. Right. All right, Will. Any final thoughts on Super Bowl 57? Yeah, man. Wings only. I mean, only wings. Lemon pepper, I'm sure. Lemon will be my daughter loves lemon wings. Um, wings. We got our final basketball game today, the championship game in a few hours. So I'm getting nervous. I'm gonna try to run the score up, even though it's going against a good team. I'm gonna try to run the score up. Uh, but yeah, this I, I'm I'm excited for this. I am excited that the two best teams all year long are here in this game in Arizona, and I'm I, I'm not picking a winner. I'm not I'm not loser. That makes you a loser. That makes me a loser? Yes. Do it. As a former, as a former giant. I like the And the home of the Chiefs. Let's go. <laughs> there you go. All right. I'm about to say, I'm not picking a winner. What do you think this is? No. Yeah, I'm going with the Chiefs. As yeah, well. we pick the spread. We don't pick winners. That's what we do. <laughs> the spread is one and a half. <laughs> I love the Chiefs to cover. <laughs> you know, I know, right? Like, come on. No, I'm taking a one and a half insurance, but I'm all over this. I'm all over the Chiefs. All right, Mahomes, MVP. I got Chiefs money line. I think Kansas City wins this thing. And uh, we start to have early conversations. The goat just retired, but is he still, you know, is how how long no, until? No, no, no. You don't think so? Five straight AFC championship games, all five times he's been a starter. I mean, look, that's the only thing he's got. He's got to win Super Bowls. That's you gotta the whole number. You got to win seven. You got to win seven. You got to win seven. So you got Jordan over LeBron then by the rings argument? Yeah. Yes, I got. I, 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 you know, it's, I didn't mean to touch the third rail. I was just trying. You know, I was trying to get. No, the oh, you're good. You're good. No, I have no issues with that. I have no issues. No, I got that. Because uh, when we get, when we get to the, when we get to that, which I, I, LeBron. I mean, we can always. I'm not like, oh, LeBron can't be LeBron. It can be. Obviously, I like Jordan, but the fact that we keep leaping over Kareem, like, look at this man's resume. My gosh, the most respected legend of any sport. Of all time is Kareem Dujabal. You know, I was kind of thinking the same thing as I watched Joe Montana walk around. You know, I was like, you know, I, I get the Tom Brady, but it's still this guy was four and zero, never threw an interception in the Super Bowl. Seven Super Bowl wins. 
Like no, nah, you're right. You're right. Well, that'll do it for the Super Bowl Radio Row edition of the Lemon Pepper Parlay. Hopefully we make some money this week. And, Will, good luck, head coach. Let's go, man. Have fun out there. Be careful. Do not drink after 9 p.m. Also, I'm having a party tonight at the Wrigley Mansion. And let me know. I will send you an invite. Yeah, send it to me. Yeah, I'll put you on the list. Appreciate you, bro.